Welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast, a place where you will feel encouraged by hearing God's stories from my friends that I share with you. Whether you're listening on your commute to work, folding the laundry, or needing a boost of encouragement after a full day, I want for you to feel seen by God, to be encouraged in your daily life, and be spurred on to honor Him with the gifts and talents that He has given you. Last time we were together, you heard from therapist Susan Goss. In that episode, we talked a lot about emotional health. She shared with us some great practical tips that we can use and pointed our conversation back toward Jesus as the ultimate example as being emotionally and spiritually healthy. You can listen to that one episode back, number 134. I have heard that the episode has resonated with a lot of you, so thank you for letting me know. That's great. This summer, my prayer for all of us is to have a reset in all areas of our health, mental health, physical health, parenting health, health in our small businesses, relationship health, and spiritual health. And if you're enjoying this series of episodes, I would love for you to leave a rating and review over on your podcast app. It just takes about two minutes, and I would love it, y'all. Today's guest is Verona Engel. Verona is a life coach, a PT in training, a certified nutrition coach, and a podcaster. Verona lives in London, and y'all, her accent is just the best. We connected on Instagram a few months ago, and after listening to our podcast and following her on social media, she loves the Lord and has a deep relationship with Him. Verona exudes joy, and she is passionate about being physically healthy, but also spiritually healthy. We get a peek into Verona's story of how she dove into a healthy lifestyle out of a necessity in her physical health, but how God met her there. You will absolutely love her. So here is my conversation with Verona. Well, welcome to the podcast, Verona. Thank you for having me. So glad to be here. This is so great. You are my first guest that is from the UK. I'm so excited to talk to you. So excited to be here. Well, I am excited because today we are going to be talking about physical health and how that relates to us as women and believers in Jesus. And so I'm really excited and just welcome. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to just um, talking to you guys about it today. That's great. Okay, well, if you could introduce yourself to my listeners and a little bit about what your day-to-day looks like. So actually, in my day-to-day, so hi, everybody. My name is Verona. In my day-to-day, I am actually working from home because of the current situation that we're in at the moment. I'm working from home Monday to Friday, and what I do, I've done loads of jobs, but what I do um, at the moment is project support. So I'm supporting all the project managers are men, and I'm quite an organized person. And Lord Jesus, I really need some grace because, <laughs> <laughs> because it's hard because they're not, they, they were a team that were quite close knit and they weren't, they're not used to delegating. So that was something that I'm quite, I struggle with a lot. Um, but I've got over a year that I've been there, almost a year in August, that I've been there, I've been, we've managed to kind of come to an even queue and come kind of come to an agreement. So that's what I do by day because I'm quite passionate about organizing and admin and stuff like that. 
But now it's just like got done a 360. Got, we've got it just done a complete 360 and just flipped the script on me. So I've got to keep up. God's gone ahead and I've got to keep up. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. And so after your nine to five, as they say, you are a personal trainer for uh, people and their health. So tell me a little bit about that. So that is, I'm actually doing now deciding to do my actual qualification and it scared me because the manual is over 700 pages and I'm like, wow, (laughs) but (laughs) reading the pages over the years. So it's been like a whole six years since it's kind of started. So, um, over the whole six years of myself having a whole personal trainer myself, um, and finding out the knowledge and then going to the gym and then researching. So because I quite like to do research myself, so researching the moves, researching the type of exercises that work for my body shape and food and all of that good stuff. Now, when I'm reading the pages, it makes sense over the last six years of knowledge and understanding that I've got. So yes, that's where it started. So it started, um, I'm a qualified life coach and now that's kind of branched into fitness and nutrition. So I'm studying the both at the same time. That's great. That's so good. That's awesome. I think that's made for you. I can tell you're super organized. Just with our conversations over email, you are super organized. And I need some of that to rub off on me. (laughs) So I love that. That's perfect for a life coach to be, I mean, organized, right? I think that would be a life coach. So that's great. Okay. So tell me, take me back a little bit because I think from what I can see from your Instagram and I've kind of done a deep dive kind of, um, you had a weight loss journey. Is that the, when the thought of nutrition and being physically healthy really started in your life? So I'll take you way back. So it was a job that I was in working with children and young people. So the whole idea of coming along side and encouraging helping and supporting young people has been there for years ever since I became a Christian so I've been a Christian now for 18 years so the years developed and then I got into it and then there was always something there that was like this is not quite it this is not quite it I feel like there's more so um, there was a period of five to six years where I was working with challenging young people so they were young people that had suffered abuse neglect and stuff in the family home so but God really gave me a heart to kind of work with those young people because society had kind of labeled them as negative and and they kind of played up to that so it was my passion to kind of come alongside them and really speak life into them so that that passion has always been there, but God has always put, he's put me in different aspects, if that makes sense, or different places for that to come out and be worked in. So that ended five to six years, literally the place that I was in, it closed down, but it was the journey started for me um, with a work colleague. So I've always been like an introvert. So, and, and the way that God just uses me is just astounding because I'm like, why would you just use me like that? How shy and how well, I used to be, how shy I used to be. Um, and then I would go on to be a worship leader and leading the congregation in sung worship and standing at the front and say good morning church good evening church stand as you worship now that is being at the front line in its finest now and that's just the beauty of god that's just how god is but in this particular um workplace that i was in i was asked to sing at an event for church and me being the introvert that i was i'm like why is this person coming to me to ask but obviously they're seeing what god already sees in me at that particular time that i don't necessarily see in myself so went to the event, was worried about it. I tried on so many outfits at the partic- at that time. I was anxious about the way I, the weight that I was according to the weight scale, my age and my height. I was obese. That's what they classified it as. 
um, and trying on several outfits. I remember that that day, trying se- several outfits on where I'm comfortable in, where I'm not saying to myself, I look fat, where I'm not saying to myself, if people say to me, you look nice, then I would go and change the outfit. Where mm-hmm. my mindset at that particular time was, no, I don't, I don't look nice. Stop. Why are you telling me something? That's not true. Mm. So the work colleague told all the work colleagues that I've got an event. And so naturally, after the weekend came, um, they wanted to know how it went. And this one particular colleague um, looked at the pictures. I can't remember if I had videos, but I showed a picture. So I always used to take pictures of me at the top. I never used to take full length pictures from that moment. So she asked about how it was. I showed her the picture and then she bellowed with laughter. And I'm like, what's so funny? Like she, she laughed so loud that it attracted everybody else that was there on shift at the time with me. Mm-hmm. And she was just laughing, just saying that you look like that person in the fat suit. So she re- made reference to that film uh-huh. where obviously in that particular film, the person puts on the fat suit and is an imposter in someone else, etc. So that's what she made. That's the reference she made to me. Now, I laughed. You know, the awkward, nervous laugh that you do when mm-hmm. everybody else is around. You're just embarrassed. And that's what I did. So kind of everybody laughed. Everybody came around to see the photo as well. Um, like, ground open up and swallow me now, right? And mm. that, that was that. That was that moment. And then, then it, ironically, there was a guy that we worked with on that shift. He was a personal trainer. So he told me about how he worked with a colleague as well in our um organization so we were quite close friends and then that's how I got exposed into the PT world PT land and he worked me hard oh my goodness he worked so hard but what happened was I started to just go on full full throttle full force ahead on the external and that was the thing where I started I saw results then I stopped started saw results then I stopped and that was my exposure to the fitness training because what, sorry, what happened was we, the organization closed. So when the organization closed, it was too far for me to travel to have a personal trainer, um, to continue the personal training. And I had good results externally. So then I thought, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym. I signed up to the gym with great intentions, but the deep work, the deep rooted work that had been spoken over me by the colleague had not yet been worked through. Mm. And so the more I started to focus on the outside, I still needed to do, deal with the internal that I hadn't done. And that's kind of brought me to why, where I am here now. Okay. And so was that before you became a believer in Christ? Was that before you became a Christian or was that after? No, no, no. So I was still a Christian. So I was definitely still very much walking in the Lord. And, and that's the thing. So I would pray for others. If somebody was asking for a job, if somebody was believing God for a job or a relationship or whatever it was, I would, stand in faith and pray with you as if it was me but never quite connected that god i need you to break through in this area for me because i just kind of disassociated that mm. and that went on for a good few years um and then like over the 10 over 10 year period i developed acid reflux and it got bad in the last two years just 2018 so 2018 was the point where it it needed to turn around. It, I, 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 was, I hit rock bottom. I was always having symptoms. So with GERD, for anybody that's a GERD um, sufferer, there are certain things that you're advised to um, avoid. Chocolate, coffee, dairy, stuff like that, uh, because they can be seen as triggers. Hmm. But I didn't avoid them. There was a point where I was on medication and I used to use the medication, uh, medication as an excuse to still continue with the eating habits that I did 
Okay. So tell me what was, you said that was your breaking point. What did you do when you reached that breaking point and realized that I've got, I've got to do something, especially with the acid reflux. Tell me what, what, what steps did you take from that? And kind of, I love how you said like the external, you worked on the external, but it wasn't quite matching the internal. So Mm. how did that, when did that come to be when you started working on your internal to match the external. So to touch back a little bit, back to my colleague that told me that I looked like I got on a fat suit. From there, I refused to take full length photos. Family events, I refused. There was a point where I almost had an argument with family events at a baby shower. Everybody was asking me to come in the photo. And I said, no, I point back refused. And there's a room full of people, family and friends. Mm -hmm. Some people don't know me. And I was adamant that I'm not taking a photo. And it was, it was quite a, a tense, awkward moment because it's a family photo. They want me to be involved in it. But they didn't know the scars that that woman left on me that looking at myself in the mirror at that particular point in my life, and I'm still a believer and I'm still in Christ, very much so, mm-hmm. but I'm not seeing what Christ is saying to me at that particular time. Or he's not, I'm not seeing who he says that I am. I'm still seeing what the woman spoke over me. And that was in 2014. So... That was everything turned around two years ago. And that for me was getting on the breaking point of acid reflux. So at the point over the 10 years, I didn't know what it was. I just knew that I was having um, heartburn, burning in my chest if I had spicy food. Um, And the crux of it was when I couldn't worship. Um, Being a worship leader, the predominant thing that you use is your voice and your vocals. And I had an intense burning pain in my throat. Um, but the thing is, I still ate everything the doctor told me not to eat. I still ate it. And Romans 12 too, um, but therefore let God transform you by changing the way you think is key for my business as a coach. Now that's, that's the key scripture that I stand on. And it was through that, that I had to really come to God. I don't know if you've ever been in one of those moments where we're trying to do everything else, but leaving God out. And it was when I came to nothing, no job, I couldn't. I was a, in a teaching assistant post at the time and obviously I need my voice to speak to children. Mm. So it, it, was a, it was a whole <laughs> scene of things because literally it was a whole shift, a whole shift because I was in a place of comfortable, comfortability, doing what I know, eating what I know, eating the foods that brought me comfort, that's so that I thought. Um, and then it was like I lost my job, I couldn't speak, I was sick, the, the, the medication was, was horrible, um, but I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing. What was advised to me I chose to do something else because of the words that had been spoken to me in 2014 Mm. so we're in 2020 now so it's been a six year six Mm. year journey overall but the real crux of the change has been the last two years was it a immediate thing where you changed your diet and started exercising or was it a gradual two years ago so two years ago was the time when I made the decision. So I'm quite determined. I can be quite determined and headstrong. And if I decide I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then I, that was it. It was like in the middle of the week, it was a Tuesday. And I decided, mm-hmm. right, I'm going to do it. But from months before, because I'm still having symptoms, I decided I couldn't, I, I didn't know what was triggering it, whether it was the trigger foods or something else. So I decided to cut out all foods. So it was a major diet shift and I decided to become a pescatarian. So I became a pescatarian um, and that meant that I just cut out all foods from my diet because I didn't know what was triggering me. So I decided to cut out all meats and I quite like meat, quite like chicken and all of that kind of stuff. But 
when I made that step in my diet, although it was a drastic step, that is where the change began. And I really began to involve Christ now in those things. I really had to address that there's a problem here. There's an issue with the food. I like the food. It, it's, I like it, but Lord, it's making me sick. And I had to, it's like one of those moments where it's just you and God. There's nowhere else for you to go. You're stuck up. At, your back is against the wall. There's literally nowhere else. You have to acknowledge it. And it's not that it was acknowledged by force. God didn't force me to acknowledge it at all. It was He was gently calling me years back from 2014, but I wasn't paying attention. I was doing everything else. I was focused on the outside, and that's why I had temporary results until I got to that rock bottom in my health because everything was causing me to have those symptoms. And I said, okay, God, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I need your help. Mm. That's so good. And, and, you know, to all of us, I think we've all reached that with whether it is something with parenting or with, you know, physical health or, um, you know, friendship or something, we've come to that where we've gotten and yeah. been like, okay, we're at rock bottom. Like, Lord, we need you. We need you, even yeah. though we are believers and, and, but you know, we, it's that sin nature that comes back and we yeah. have to just bring it back to the Lord. And, um, so I think that is so good. What would you say to a woman that maybe is where you were two years ago and she knows that there's, you know, something physically maybe going on or knows that there is a better way. What would you tell her? That's a good question. I would tell, I would tell her, um, at the, 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 from the time that you hear from the time that you hear God the time that you feel God because you know it we, we, we know when God is calling us from that time okay God I don't know how and it's alright you don't have to have the answers he will bring the people that have the answers he will bring everybody else around us or he will bring everybody else around you that has the things that you need to be able to get through to take that first step and, uh, over this hurdle and, and step out all you need to do is say God I'm ready that's it that's mm -hmm. it. Come with that willing heart. We don't have to have all of the answers. Like I thought, yeah, I want all of the answers. No, God is asking for our hearts. Are we willing? Yes, I'm willing, Lord. And that's it. He will do what he's got to do afterwards. And keep that posture of um, grace and keep him invited in because God is relational. He, he, and that's one of the things that I love about God. He walks with us. And one of the my favorite Bible characters ever is David. Now, King David, from when he was chosen, and to how he was overlooked at first. It was like, oh no, Jesse, his son was like, no, no. His dad was like, no, no, no. These are all my seven sons. Like, like, oh, oh yeah, actually, yeah. There's, there's, there's one in the back. He's in the garden, but he's tending <laughs> to street. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> if your dad can dismiss you, but God is calling you out from where you are, tending sheep, the stinky sheep, the dirty mark and all of that stuff to make you a king. All he needed to do was be called. And if God calls us out, then he will send and equip us with everybody else. And it was in that moment that David was anointed. And I know that because God, like in that scripture, when he's talking to Samuel, says, I see the heart. And if God sees our heart and sees your heart, that Lord, I actually want to get free from this. I want to get free from the addiction and whatever else to fast food, processed food, sugar. And I'm still on my journey. I'm still on my journey. I don't have it all together, but I'm at a different mindset. I mentioned Romans 12 too. It's a scripture to hold on to, find the verse. For me, it's David. In the Psalms where David cries out to God and he's so transparent and he's just real with God, like, God, this is where I'm at. And that, that is what I'd say. Be real and transparent with God and then he will do the rest. Mm. 
That's so good. That's so good. And that could be for every part of our life, but especially getting physically healthy and doing what, uh, what if he's called us to do, he's going to give that he's going to equip us. I love that. So good. So beautifully put. Okay. So let me ask you this. We all are, you know, I think we, we are now in phase two over here in Tennessee, in the U S phase two of kind of re-entry after the coronavirus COVID-19 has kind of reared its ugly head. What, um, what is a way we can reset like in a way, like physically, um, whether that's exercise, whether that's, uh, eating healthy. I mean, we've been in the house and we've been eating all the things. <laughs> so give us some <laughs> encouragement about what we need to do. And also maybe a couple of your yummy recipes of snacks <laughs> that you make. Cause I see you on Insta stories and I'm like, that looks so good. I just need to fly over <laughs> to the UK and get her to make me something Cause I don't feel like I can do it, you know? So yeah. give us some of those simple, uh, maybe recipes that you like and, uh, or that you have made that are really super healthy. And then, and maybe take us through that, you know, we've been snacking all over the place. What, what can we do to reset our bodies? So one of the things that helped me with this was because I was traveling to work. I was traveling in to work by train and central London. Um, so I would make the intention of meal prepping. So I would cook on a Sunday. I would cook for two days and then I'd recook another two days meal on the Wednesday. So I'm not cooking as much. Um, in the week I'm not having to, to decide what am I going to have each week and I would alternate because I'd have the same two meals for a day but I would alternate it um, and then add a healthy snack in and also I know some of you have children and families but rather than cooking something for the family and then cooking something for myself it's making it with, that everybody could have so even if you just had I don't know the meat and they had like white rice or whatever it is you could have wild rice with vegetables or something else in it so you've all got the same meal and so you're not feeling like oh my gosh I can't eat what the family are eating it's just a little bit extra right. and I get that from a packet I get that from a packet and put it in a microwave and put some sweet peppers in it onion and then a side of veg so on my plate I've got a protein that's a lean protein I've got a carb which is a brown carb like you can have legumes you can have whole grain rice um you can have quinoa and then I'd have a portion of veg that's what I'd have on my plate for every meal okay no bread and no dessert so <laughs> <laughs> <Now> just, <laughs> Just asking, just I mean, for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> the, the thing is that I don't like being told that I can't have it. So I would yeah. never tell any of my clients, don't eat this, don't eat that. Right. So as, as a coaching client, if, if somebody said to me, but I like bread, okay, so I'm going to coach you through your eating habits to get you to your goals. Okay. That's, okay. that's how it works. Okay. Um, and do you have a day where you have sweets? I know you talked about how you were pescatarian and then have you integrated back food, like meats and things back into your routine? So the, that I did, the way that I became pescatarian is because I was sick and tired of the symptoms of right. acid reflux. So I just did something quickly and then I did keto. So the two okay. drastic things within my body, still trying to lose weight, but still not dealing with the internal issues. Mm. It wasn't until I did the whole internal issues that now I'm here where God has called me to come alongside others and encourage them. Now, as a result of keto, I went to the doctors and they told me that I have to take vitamin D tablets for the rest of my life. So okay. 
some, sometimes if we're going to do diets that want fast results, sometimes they can have negative consequences on our body. And we, that's why when the doctors say, consult your doctor if you're going to do a diet change that's why it's so sure. important literally i'm sure. a living testimony of that okay but um, i think i was at such a rock bottom that i wanted something quick i just wanted the weight mm. off and i wanted it off quick which it did do mm-hmm. but i gave up in the middle of it because i hadn't renewed my mind sure. so now sure. that i've renewed my mind and that whole romans 12 2 is the foundation of my whole renewing of the mind um now that I'm in a better place. So with sweets, oh my gosh. How, okay. <laughs> oh my. Mm, me too. That, that's, that's another journey. But the thing is, I can now, principle for self-control, because I can now, well, not with sweets, with desserts. Like sweets, I will finish a packet. Like I was telling one of my clients, I showed her the picture. She's like, oh, you need to send me a packet. Now, they're not your normal everyday jelly beans. They're, they're, they're just not. They're not. They're Vimto jelly beans. Now, I don't like Vimto. Mm the Vimto juice drink but Uh the jelly beans I like but the thing is I don't have self-control to be able to say let me have a few Mm. so for me it's at the moment in time it won't be that so I will make a sweet treat I can make avocado brownies and I remember when I told my friend she was like what what are you doing with avocado brownies (laughs) I said no but you have to try them you have to seriously try them and I did a few um recipe searches and now i've perfected it so you've got avocado you've got an egg and then you've got the i think it's i can't remember what it is unsweetened cocoa powder okay and then maybe dark chocolate and um then that's one recipe then i found another one with arrowroot and that kind of adds the whole i'm not really a baker but that adds the whole like fluffiness and the gooiness with arrowroot and it's only if i didn't have no egg in the second version i much love the second version so dark chocolate chips um so for you guys in the states i think it would be lily semi-sweet and i can't get them over here but that's what you would use but i can i can if if any of your listeners wanted that i can get it for you and i would love to put that in the show notes yes i would love that sounds great well, thanks for sharing that. That was great. Well, and this is perfect transition because <laughs> I have at the end, and I didn't tell you this, but there's an, uh, my, at the end of each episode, I ask them what they're eating, what they're reading and what they're loving. So I know okay. the eating, we just kind of talked about a few, but what is the favorite thing you're eating now and reading? I know we talked on an Instagram live a couple <laughs> days ago about you're reading a lot of textbooks because of yep. what you're doing. And then what are you loving? So maybe share with us with that, about that. So there's one thing, Aldi's, I know we have both have Aldi's over here uh-huh. in the UK and the States. So there's a, what is it? It's like a chicken stir fry. It's got chicken in it, chicken piece, chicken press pieces and sweet peppers and we call them spring onions there might be scallions over there or green onion um so we'll have that in it and then i will have that and that for me can be a meal for three days and that i love i just love to get it it's like 249 and then that with with wild rice uh, sorry well yeah wild rice or whole grain rice and then i'll have a vegetable that is my staple every time every week yeah that i go shopping i will get that i will have that um what yes what am I reading I'm in textbooks at the moment so I'm in personal training textbooks and I'm in fitness nutrition um, textbooks but I'm learning so much as I say over the six years that I've done it for my own journey it's really speaking loud and even the whole um acid reflux I'm learning so much about the how we digest food and what contributes to good food digestion and all of that kind of stuff so it's just amazing I'm like a sponge now taking it all up and learning and I 
forgot the last question. What was the last question? Oh, what are you loving these days? Loving, and it might be a little bit cliche, but I actually love being in the DM. So when I'm having, where clients are asking questions, how did you do it? How did you do it? How do I do it? Yeah. Um, that's what I love. I love that engaging and interacting and just to answer how I did it. It's like, what is your why? Why do you want to do it? Involving God in it, getting yourself a community and then finding the workouts that you enjoy and also substituting your favorite meals for a healthier version. Still use the chicken. You might use a little bit less seasoning because of the sodium content, etc. But instead of a carbon you're seeing that oh, i can't have bread swap for is equal bread so you can still have the same meals that you normally do with all of the families on a fry on the morning for breakfast and then you're still having healthy version and the portion control as well so that's what i'm loving teaching people that that's great okay so this is a perfect segue where can people find you to dm you online <laughs> to DM me, so my, I'm a bit of a Facebook dinosaur, so I'm, I'm learning to get my Facebook on, on, on track, but on, <laughs> on Instagram, it's at Memoirs of Faith, so M-E-M-O-I-R-S of Faith, all one word. I love that. And yeah, that's it. That's it. Or an email. That's, that's okay. it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Verona, for coming on the podcast. This was fabulous. And I'm so glad that we got to connect on Instagram and then now on the podcast. So it was so great to talk to you today. So good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed hearing my conversation with Verona. I love talking about physical health with her and how it relates to spiritual health. And she is definitely one to follow. So go check her out on Instagram. But I wanted to tell you, I had a couple listeners reach out to me from last week asking me about something Susan had said that they wanted to jot down. And then they went to the show notes and found the quotes there. I do put some of the quotes that my guests have said that really just stuck out to me. And so they are in the show notes. And you also can find out how to connect with Verona online. So you can check that out as well. It's at renrobbins.com under the podcast tab at the top of the webpage. Okay, one more thing before we go. A big thank you to those of you who have left the podcast a review and a rating. If you haven't and are enjoying what you hear, I would love for you to leave a five-star rating. And if you really want to make my day, to leave a review. Thank you for doing that. Here I am sending you a big virtual hug right now. (laughs) If you could see me, that's what I'm doing right now. Well, I'll see you next time when I chat with Iva May, Bible study teacher and founder and director of Chronological Bible Teaching. She's going to be talking with us about spiritual health. You do not want to miss her episode either. Bringing you the best, y'all. Okay, that's going to do it for today. Remember, we are all friends of a feather, so let's stick together. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Bye, friend.